You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It sure is. It sure is. And hopefully next Saturday and the Saturday after that and after that, you get more of the Dave Rothenberg Show. If you're sitting at home saying, what in the world is this lunatic talking about? The Dave Rothenberg Show ends this Saturday edition of the show ends and it gets handed over to Dan Grasso, but not yet. Not until the Giants are out of the postseason, which could have been last weekend. But the Giants said, no, we want to move on. And what is the impetus? Maybe it's the continuation of the Dave Rothenberg Show. 1-800-919-3776. So where are we, people? I mean, Nick's just (laughs) defensive uh, mastery in the game last night. But does it even matter? Does Kyrie going bananas, does it even even matter? There's one thing right now in New York sports that really, truly matters. And that is the New York football giants. And I had someone say to me yesterday, I'm so nervous. And I understand that. But here's the thing. How many times over the last five plus years have you been the opposite of nervous? where you've been apathetic, where you've sat and looked at Giants, Eagles, who cares? Who cares? Not today. Oh, no, not today. Because you're one of eight teams standing with a real chance. Now, do I expect the Giants to win? I don't know. I don't know what happens. There's seven and a half point underdogs. Are they expected to win? No. Have you seen crazier things? Yep. And I love everyone's analysis of, well, you go through every positioning. Right? You go offensive line, Eagles, quarterback, Eagles, wide receiver, Eagles, tight end, Eagles, defensive line, Eagles, linebacker, Eagles, secondary, Eagles, running back. Ooh, Giants. That's it. That's one. Why even play the game? Why even why real why even play the game? If the Eagles are so great and so unbeatable, why are we playing this game? Because you know what? What you know why? You want to know why? Because the Giants weren't supposed to go into San Francisco in 1990 and and end the three-peat without a touchdown and beat the Niners because the Giants weren't supposed to beat the Bills the next week in the Super Bowl down at Tampa because the Giants weren't supposed to beat Tampa in 2007 because the Giants weren't supposed to beat Dallas in 2007 and they weren't supposed to beat Green Bay in 2007 and they sure as hell weren't supposed to beat New England in 2007. So I've seen this before. Now, does it mean the Giants go out and win today? Uh, no, it doesn't necessarily. I don't know. If you had to, if, if you said you have to, your family's life depends on it, you have to pick someone to win this game, I probably would pick Philadelphia. But does that mean the Giants have no chance in this game? Does that mean the Giants can't compete in this game? Are the Giants playing their best football of the season right now? You're darn right they are. Is Philadelphia playing their best football of the season right now? Not even close. Is Jalen Hurts healthy? I don't know. I have no idea. Is Lane Johnson healthy? I don't know. In fact, no, he's not. He's got a a core muscle injury. There's no way he could possibly be healthy. So, again, you look at it. You take a step back. You say to yourself, can the Giants win this game? I don't know. But you know what? feels a lot better than not being here. I'll tell you that right now. And this is the first time in years. And it's so good to have that feeling of we're alive and we're here and we're competitive 
And here's the thing. And this is the most amazing thing out of all of it is you never were supposed to be here. The Giants over under was what? Seven? Seven and a half? They win nine. They punt on the final game of the season. They win a playoff game. And you're now sitting here in the divisional round? What a tremendous season. I don't care if the Giants lose 155 to nothing tonight. This has been a sensational season. This team is back. This team is representing New York, and they're playing hard-nosed football, and they're beautifully coached, and they've got some players that you look at and say are building blocks for the future. And that right there is reason for excitement. You don't know, Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going to happen tonight. And from top to bottom, is Philly the better team? You're darn right they are. They absolutely are. Does that mean the Giants can't win this game? How many games have you watched in your lifetime where you thought this team can't beat this team? And they do. How many times? This would not be one of the most monumental upsets you've ever seen. Tell you what. Jacksonville over Kansas City, in my mind, bigger upset than this. Bigger upset than this. So now we continue. And now we stay on the air every Saturday from 9 to noon as long as the Giants do. And, oh, I I would give anything to do the show next Saturday. And then anything to do the show the Saturday after that. And then it would be the Saturday of Super Bowl weekend. And I'll tell you what I'll do. Ryan Hurley, John Winthrop. I'll give you a bonus Saturday if the Giants win the Super Bowl. Tweet I'll, that! I'll Tweet give that. you the, the Saturday after the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl if the Giants are alive. Because they're alive right now. And they're one of eight. And you see the odds and it's all stacked against them. You know, San Francisco's plus 160 to go to the Super Bowl. And Philadelphia is plus 165 to go to the Super Bowl. And Dallas is plus 350 to go to the Super Bowl. And the Giants are plus 1,300 to go to the Super Bowl. But I will say this. When we last saw the Giants really playing Philadelphia, not this week 18 garbage, really playing Philadelphia, did, did they have a Dory Jackson? Nope. Did they have Xavier McKinney? Nope. Did they have Leonard Williams? Nope. So that's three really big contributors on this defense was Isaiah Hodgins playing at this level nope was Richie James playing at this level nope was Daniel Jones playing at this level nope so again I'm not saying they win it's gonna be a really tough game Philadelphia might be I don't even think might be I think from top to bottom of any team in the NFL Philadelphia is the most talented but so what so what I'll tell you what the Giants are better coach in Philadelphia. From top to bottom, look at look at the Giants coaching. It's like God is is shining down us, on us and saying, "It's been so awful for you guys for the last five years. Then I'm going to make up for it and make up for it in spades." Right? Yeah. I mean, you you your coaches have been McAdoo and Shermer and Joe Judge. Here, take Brian Dable. And I don't understand why everyone has such an issue pronouncing his name properly. It's not Dabal. It's not Dabali. It's, it's Dable. It's, it's one of the easiest names in the world to pronounce. Say it with me. Dable. Dable. Like Dable. a table? Yeah. It's, it's easy. Dable 
It's not Brian DeBall. He's a Brian DeBall. It's not Brian DeBall. It's Dable. Anyway, Brian Dable, Wink Martindale, Mike Kafka. This is, I mean, when you look around the NFL, these are these are some of the elite coaches. Wink is great. Kafka is is brilliant, and so is Dable. And this team is more focused and energized than you've seen in years. In years. So you know what? Why not us? That's that's all I say. That's all I say. Why not us? Will I guarantee a win? Nope. Do I expect the Giants to win? I have no idea. But you know what? Today's January 21st. Today's January 21st. If I would have told you in September, the Giants are playing meaningful football. Well, I guess it would have to be meaningful football. On January 21st, you would have lost your mind. Welcome, people. Welcome to a spot you did not expect at all. Daniel Jones playing his highest level of football. Saquon only had 14 touches, but boy, oh boy, were they good and were they explosive. And Andrew Thomas playing as well as any left tackle in the NFL. Hodgins, James, and Slayton. Sounds like a law group. Not tonight. Not today. Bellinger, did he play in that last game against Philadelphia? Not the, 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 the week 14 game against Philadelphia. Nope. He didn't play either. So again, let's go. Let's go. I know what's going to happen, but you know what I know? I feel alive. You know what I know? There's excitement. You know what I know? The future is bright. You know what I know? Why not us? That's what I know. Why not us? Can the Giants match up with them on paper? No, they can't. They can't. Good thing is, this game's not played on paper. Do I trust Nick Sirianni or Brian Dable more? You tell me. Do I trust Wink to figure it out? You tell me. Kafka has been sensational. Now, last week they came out. Could they run on Minnesota? Probably so. Could they run down the throat of Minnesota? Maybe so. But they determine our best path. And this is what I love, love. It's, it's my favorite thing about any coach in any sport. You don't go into a game blind and say, we do what we do. No. No. Unless what you do is unstoppable, like the Packers sweep, right? Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi could have told the opposition. In fact, did. We're going to run the Packers sweep, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. And he was right. There's nothing anyone could do to stop it. But the Giants don't have that luxury. If they tell you what they're going to do, you're going to stop it. But here's what I love about what the Giants do. They don't just say, we're going to do what we do best. They say, we're going to do what we think will work best against this individual opponent. I'd be very surprised if the Giants came out today and threw the ball all over the place like they did last week against Minnesota. But against Minnesota, that was the recipe. Against Philadelphia, I find it hard to believe that's going to be the recipe. And I saw Jordan Renan with his tweet of Saquon has to go bananas. I don't, I don't know what has to happen. Here's what I know. You can't turn the football over, and you haven't. And you know what, by the way? Josh Allen didn't turn the ball over at all last year. At all. Josh Allen now leads the league in turnovers right now. Daniel Jones couldn't hang on to the football for the last couple of years. Daniel Jones and the Giants offense, eight turnovers this year. How, how is that possible? You know how? Brian Dable. Coaching, matchups, schemes, all of it. This is a different Giants 
team. So, we're 11 hours away. Exactly from now, we're 11 hours away. Where else would you rather be than here? Than right here, right now. 1-800-919-3776. We'll, we'll do what we do. We'll do Stump Rothenberg at 10.30. We'll do the Frenzy at 11.15. And we will hope like heck that today is not the final day of our Saturday ventures together. So let's go. 1-800-919-3776. Giants, Eagles, roll up your sleeves and let's go on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. 1-800-919-3776. And, and away we go. Phone lines are all lit up. And I have a, a, a feeling they will be all show long. Today could be the longest. Here's the thing. I'm sure for players, it's unbearable. I don't know if you feel like this, too. For, like, since Tuesday morning, the I, I, the second my eyes open at, like, 4 in the morning, all I can think of is this game. I, I put my head on the pillow, this game. I wake up Wednesday, this game. Head on the pillow Wednesday, this game. Thursday morning, Thursday night. Friday morning, Friday night. Saturday morning. Now it's here. Now we're here. And now I have to sit here and wait 11 hours for the game. Oh, my God. I don't know if you feel this level of stress. And by the way, can we get this out before we even start to take these calls? If you have plans or someone has invited you somewhere to go do something and you've agreed, you have an out. Don't, you don't go. This is not a complex situation. You don't go. I'm sorry, I can't go. Why? The Giants are playing. That's it. Now, if you're okay with watching an event like this at an event, like you have a wedding to go to tonight, and you've agreed you're going to go, and you confirm they have a TV at the event, and the host is fine with you not dancing and singing and being out there, but watching the game, well, and you're comfortable watching with other people? Okay. Not me. No way. I said to my wife this morning, woke up, I said, it's game day, baby. I said, you're going to watch the game with us tonight? She said, there's nothing I would rather do less than watch the game with you. I said, why? She said, there is nothing more hostile and uncomfortable than watching the game with you. So, no, I will not watch the game with you. Now, I don't know where she gets that from. I think I'm a joy. I think it's a pleasure. But that's her take to each their own. 1-800-919-3776. Knicks lose last night. Allow a million points. Who cares? Who cares? Rangers lose to the Bruins. Who cares? Rangers lost to the Canadians. Who cares? Nets win. Kyrie 48. Who cares? Bing bong. Who cares? Jets are having their normal drama. Who cares? Giants play Z uh, Giants. Georgetown plays Xavier at noon today. They'll lose again. Who cares? One thing and one thing only. Giants football. Let's go to the calls and say good morning to the voice. Marv in the Bronx. Good morning, Marv. Good morning, Dave. You know, like, I feel a progression. I felt the same progression in the 80s. The 84, 85 led to the Super Bowl. I'm going to call it out. The Giants are going to win this game. I'll call my cousin in Philadelphia later. My wife is a lover of the quarterback or the Eagles. 
And uh, well, that's another story. But you know what? Like you call out those games in the past that we weren't supposed to win. Let me tell you something. Uh, we're going to shock the world today. I'm a little apprehensive and a little nervous, and I'm excited like you. And, like, I want you to continue airing these shows. And if it takes to the Super Bowl, it will be the beginning of a tremendous 2023. And, and like Dave, like you said, it has been a tremendous season after going through that that desert the last four years, that depression to come to feel, to be at this moment 11 hours from a game that I'm excited for. Can't beat it, my man. I don't care. But I don't care to all the haters of the Giants and all those people in South Jersey with those eagle flags. You'll cry tonight. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Marv. What a voice, too. I mean, I listen. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. Am I anxious? Yes. Do I think the Eagles are the better team? Yes. I've. I mean, we've all seen a million upsets. A million. I mean, Loyola Marymount went into um, Gonzaga and beat the Zags on Thursday night. Gonzaga had won 75 straight home games. The spread was enormous. It happens, is all I'm saying. That's, I think that's why you love sports so much. Because, it ha- because this stuff happens. Because these stories happen. Because the Giants going out there and beating Philadelphia would not shock anybody. Like, sports is the ultimate reality show. And they try to duplicate it all the time, right? Survivor, which is a nice show. And The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and The Kardashian. Like, we're so desperate to be able to to look at the, oh, that's right. I got an inside look into reality. This is the ultimate reality. Reality television. Is that you can have a really underdog team go out there against all odds on the road and shock the world. And I say it again. I said it to start the show. Why not us? Philadelphia is good. Philadelphia is not. They're not the 85 Bears. Oh, was I upset after that game? Giants, Bears. I, I remember that game like, like it was yesterday. Giants are playing well, too. Rob Carpenter was running the ball. Lendetta whiffed a punt into the end zone. Touchdown, never recovered, 21 nothing. But I still think the Giants gave... Um, Gave the Bears their closest uh, game in that postseason. I don't think anything was closer than those 21 points. 1-800-919-3776. Jose in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jose. You're on 98.7. Good morning, Dave. How's it going? Going great. I'm so excited, Jose. So excited. Of course. You know what? I'm so happy for you because I I used to remember how that feeling was when, you know, the Jets had Chad Pennington and Mark Sanchez who were suitable quarterbacks. And, you know, so I definitely feel so happy for you, man. And I think that you're going to feel a lot happier later when the Giants do pull the upset because I think this is going to be a Saquon Barkley game. I think they're going to dominate the time of possession and really – Put hurts in a lot of a, a lot of uncomfortable situations where I could see the Giants kind of winning this ugly game, kind of 23, 20, 20, um, 17 or twenty type of, type of game, Dave. Sounds so, good. Ho- Sounds good to me. This it. could be. I, I say what. This could be. And thanks for the call. The ugliest, poorest played game in the history of the National Football League. I don't care if the Giants win two nothing. I don't care if they win five three. I don't care if they win 27-17, 27-26, 52-50, 11-8. don't care. If they win, it'll be the Mona Lisa of football games for me and for Giants fans. And I say it again. 
And I think this is kind of the most important thing right now. Buddy texted me yesterday. I'm so nervous about this game. And I responded, isn't it great to feel nervous about a game? I mean, isn't it? When was the last time you felt like this? Well, I mean, last week aside. When was the last time you felt to this level of, I can't believe it's us. I can't believe we're here. I'm so excited. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. I think we all know that. You're three wins away. Three wins away. Chris and Beth Page. Chris, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Dave. Uh, giving up the usual slot of calling you for a stump brother, because I had to talk to you on today, because I'm afraid I won't be able to talk to you again. Let's hope I get to do it for two more weeks at least because well, why? Well, firstly, firstly, let's get to the bottom of something. Why are you not calling for Stump Rothenberg? No, I will. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll call back for Stump Rothenberg. I will. I will. But I just had a call now because I definitely. I always wanted to tell you this because I never really talked to you outside of Stump Rothenberg. But you know, I'm ten years older than you. I'm as fanatical Giant fan as you are. My family's had Giant tickets, season tickets since 1962. It's been in the family, still are. And I wanted to tell you this, that um, I had a buddy. I used to used to come to all the games with me. His name was Jerry. So, unfortunately, he passed away of pancreatic cancer huh. this past year. So, you know what he says? He goes, hey, uh, he told his wife, I want Chris McGlynn to take my ashes and put him at Giant Stadium, at MetLife Stadium. So, you know, he passed away. I got his ashes. Me and my buddies went to the Bengal game, the preseason game. And during halftime, we snuck down, and I lean over the railing, and I'm dumping them all there. And people are actually taking pictures of me doing it. And uh, the security guard then runs over. He sees me doing it. He thought I was smoking a cigar, so he's yelling at me. He's like, you can't smoke cigars here. And, uh, and then I just showed him the vial of my friend's ashes. And, you know, and he looked, and he's like, he shook his head. He's like, okay, okay. So anyhow. I know it sounds crazy, but it's amazing that the run the Giants have been on this year. And, you know, I tell my friends this all the time. I, it's because of Jerry's ashes. I dumped them there. And, and I will say this. Every week I watch the game. I still have a little bit of his ashes left in this vial. I put it right up near the TV set, and I watch it. And, you know, I talk to him while the game's going on. I know it sounds you know crazy. What's, but you know what's what... amazing, Chris? And thanks so much for the call and the story. And I'm glad you gave your last name and exactly where you did that so Giant Security can get right after you next time. But everyone has those stories, right? Everyone has those. I, I never talk. And I, I don't think that maybe the players do, maybe they don't. The organizations do or they don't. They realize the, you know, it, it's, it's, I mean, when you really think about what it is. It is large men running around on a field tackling each other with an oblong football. Right? That, like we, are, we are going crazy for, for grown men who, for the most part, we don't know, tackling other men who are trying to get over a certain area with a, with a pigskin. But what you don't realize, and that's what, like, the, the non-football fan sees. That, you know, that's what my mom saw for, for all those years. That's what you know, your, your dad, who has no interest, sees for all those years. But for others, it means so much. Like it, you know, I, we've heard these stories about how I, I, my dad, not, not me personally, my dad and I had no relationship, but the one thing that we bonded over every week was, was the Giants. And me personally, we had a great relationship, and the one thing we bonded over every week was the Giants. 
And when I was acting a fool in high school and going out and getting myself in trouble and not getting the grades I should have gotten, the one thing that we bonded over every week was the Giants. And he'd always wear his blue and red shirt, and I'd wear my Giants jersey, and I'd stand on offense, and he'd stand on defense in the first half, and we'd switch it up in the second half. And then Chris has a story about his friend who loved him and the Ashes. Like, that's the thing. That if you have it, you have it. And I think a lot, I would bet you almost everyone on hold has this. Like, you have this connection and this bond, and it's sacred. And yet, to some, you think about it, and it's, it's grown men trying to get over a goal line with a ball. Yeah, real mature. And to others, it is a, a bond that goes back generation and generation. So either you get it or you don't. And if you get it, you're sitting there in your car or hanging around your house and listening on the app saying, uh, uh, I could not agree with him more. And if you don't get it, well, you don't get it. And honestly, if you don't get it, and I don't mean this is like a nasty thing to say, if you don't get it, I actually feel kind of sorry for you. Now, I don't think you have to be to the extent of me where you, you leave your house for three days after a bad loss. Like I think I, I think don't I, sound all that stable. Yeah, I, I think I have I real issues. But if you don't get it, like there's something so beautiful and so genuine and so special if you do get it. And if you do, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, I kind of feel sorry for you. 1-800-919-3776. We continue with the Giants extended pregame show on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Oh, let's go. Let's go as we wind down the minutes until we're there. 8.15 tonight for the nation to watch. And you get the appetizer. Kansas City and Jacksonville. And here's how insane I actually am. Like, uh, I'm not superstitious at all. I'm really not. Like, I stood here when this happened, so I have to stand there. I wore this, or I haven't watched this. That is not, I am just not that guy. But for some reason, the one thing that gets me superstitious or that I think about is how many upsets can there be? So I I don't know that this is even remotely accurate. My thought is you're not going to get multiple enormous upsets. So for that reason, I hope Kansas City wins. Like I don't if, if and I don't know that this makes any semblance of sense. If Jacksonville wins, that's a big upset. And in my stupid mind, if Jacksonville wins, it lessens the chance now of the Giants to win. Because how many of these monumental upsets would you possibly get? Now, that could be one of the dumbest things you've ever heard, but that is that is the little nuance of superstition that I have going into a game and a day like this. Let's go to Merv in Winfield. Merv, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm great, Merv. I'm anxious. I'm All nervous. Right. I'm excited. I'm great. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know if you remember, I called you earlier with Dave and uh, with Rick and told you that when you were freaking out, like the Giants might not make the playoffs, just relax because I'm a Bengals fan for 50 years, almost 50 years, and like watching them is torture, and they finally made that run. And I know how you feel now. It's like, it's amazing. And it's my a, wife you know what it is, man? It's, it's stressful. It's amazing. It's exciting. And here's the thing. And, I, this, and thanks for the call. This is a weird thing to say. Like, the, and I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. Like, the, the, 
I don't even enjoy the games that much all the time. Like, the games are so stressful and so anxiety-producing that when the game is over is when I'm happy. Like, when the, like last week, I was an absolute wreck during that game. You know, going in, I was like, all right, if they win, that'd be great. If they lose, I can I can live with that. And they go out there, and the first drive of the game, Minnesota, I mean, right down the field, no third downs, easy peasy, touchdown, 7 nothing. Giants go and answer, and then it's 17-7, and then 17-14, 24-14, tied at 24. Giants get the late touchdown, score, game. The, the one moment that I was at, I mean, at my highest level of, ooh, was when Hawkinson caught the ball and McKinney tackled him, and that's that. Like, the games aren't, they're not even fun. They're not even fun. And I know, I'm sure a lot of you hear that. You're like, you are out of your mind. The games are so stressful that it's before the game that's exciting and after the game with the win that's that's just the best of the best. During the game, it, it, it can be fun in moments. It's very anxiety-producing. And I know, and I apologize to those of you out there that are thinking, what a stupid thing to say. But the games can actually not be fun. Lonnie in Harlem. Lonnie, you're on 98.7. What's up, buddy? Good morning, Dave, Joe, Leo, and Harvey. Good morning, Uncle Rico. I know you're listening, so I just wanted to say good morning to him. Big shout-out to the company. So, Peter Pan, what magical game plan do you think our awesome coaches could come up with on both sides of the ball to pick up this victory out in the link? I also have uh, another question. All right. To, well, you know, I, I think you're going to see max pressure. I, I think they want to get after him, and I think they want to hit him, and I think they want to see how that shoulder is and from, from jump. Put, yeah, put the ahead. weight on the Put the weight on the shoulder as well. And also, um, like, you know, seeing how the, you know, the greatest sports show ever is now 6-10, 6-10, Dave, I would assume you would want the company, you know, us to grow as well, right? Of course. Course. All right, well, that's really all I wanted to call. Well, actually, Dave, like, you know, I don't really get to call as much. I don't get to talk to you, Uncle Rico, as much because, you know, my whole work schedule and things are that much. But, all you right, know, well, you're, we're you guys here are the now, greatest. So what, can I, what can I do for you? I'm, you guys are the greatest. I just wanted to let you know that. Every time I hear somebody say that, I just like, yo, I really wish they really know that. Like, the Four Horsemen of Radio is literally the greatest thing on radio. You guys do need to be simulcast. If I got to start sending 13 emails to, 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 to Bristol, I'll do it myself. Like, just give me the email. I'll start sending them. The whole company will. But uh, listen, Dave, listen, let's go. Let's I know go. the boys is in Philly now. I'm, I, I'm a little nervous. Like I was telling Jolio, I'm the, I'm the type of Giant fan, huge Giant fan, obviously, bleed blue. But it's just like I, I get crazy during the games. Like I told Jolio, my neighbors literally, like, when the game is over, they're like, yo, we know exactly what happened. Like, what's going on in the game because you're always screaming and going crazy in there because they's like, they'd be like, yo, you're like a couple seconds ahead. So, like, we know exactly what goes down. Oh, before that would drive me crazy. I, I wouldn't even care about your screaming and yelling. If, if I heard you a couple seconds ahead and knew what was going to happen, that would upset me greatly. Lonnie, thanks I, for the I, call. I, have a, I got to go. Have, have, a, have a great weekend, and we know how, how it will be made into a great weekend. We know. I, I don't care what happens in these other three games. Could you could you imagine? Harvey, let me ask you a question. You're a Giants fan. I can't ask Joe Leo because he's not a Giants fan. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Right now, I'm offering you Giants beat the Eagles today. Giants beat the Cowboys next week and lose to the Bills 35-3 in the Super Bowl. You take it? 35-3 is tough, but uh, I would take it. 
You'd you'd, ha- you'd have to, right? Yes, because I mean, I, I have the saving grace of getting over the Eagles and the Cowboys. That's right. That's right. See, I think that's the right answer. Not that not that we want that to happen, but right. just that you would accept that if it meant beating the Eagles, followed up by the Cowboys. Uh, Joe in Long Beach. Good morning, Joe. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, what's going on, Dave? How you feeling? I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling like the next 11 hours of my life is going to take a very long time. feel the same way. Um, but like I was telling your producer before I got on, honestly, I'm looking at this as just another divisional game. We hate the Eagles. They hate us. We'll play them anywhere, any day. But I am just so happy that late January – is when we're going to get to play them, when we are at our best and they are hobbling into the link. Look, all things considered, how they're playing right now, make an argument that the Giants are actually a lot better at the positions you spoke about earlier, not just Saquon Barkley. Well, no. Well, I mean, Joe, it's just not accurate. Philadelphia pretty much at every position outside of running back is better. Now, if you want to say the Giants have closed the gap recently, I think we can have that conversation. But Philly's wide receivers are better. And Philly's quarterback is, I mean, I don't know what he will be today. He has been better. And their offensive line and the Giants' offensive line has gotten better. Philly's is better. And their defensive front and the Giants' defensive front is good. Phillies is better. And linebackers is not even a contest. And secondary, Giants' secondary is not bad. Philly secondary is better. I'm sorry to break the news to you. It doesn't, it's not easy for me to say. Philadelphia is a better football team than the Giants. Now, that does not mean the Giants can't win the game. That does not mean that Hurts doesn't come out and fumble the ball away and get intercepted. Philadelphia, here's the thing. Philadelphia is better than Washington. And Washington went into Philadelphia on Monday Night Football and took it to them in a big way. So just because one team is better than the other doesn't necessarily mean that the other team cannot win. And I think that's the point you have to remember. 1-800-919-3776. If the Giants play Dallas, Dallas is better. If they play San Francisco, they're better. Buffalo's better. Kansas City's better. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is Who scores more points today? You know, Philly could go up and down the field, settle for field goals. Giants don't go up and down the field, but they put in sevens. That's your difference. You know, one play. Remember the game, the Sunday night game the Giants had to win against Washington and Washington? Washington came out in that game, and they were better, and they took a lead. And the Giants got that one play from Thibodeau where he he sacked Heineke, he fumbled it, he jumped on it, he scored. That's what you need. That's what you need, the game-changing plays. You need the moments that define the game over what team is better for the full 60 minutes. Right? That's what I would say. Let let them go up and down the field and let us get a pick six, 85 yards. Let them go up and down the field and let the Giants get to the quarterback, fumble, pick it up, and score. Those are the plays. Remember when the Giants beat them in in 2000 in the postseason? Ron Dixon, kickoff return, touchdown right off the bat. Boom, 7-0. Jason Seahorn. Interception, pick six, boom. Like, those are the plays. Dallas in that game against the Giants in 2007, they were be- they were the better team. But the Giants made the big plays. Right? Toomer had two big touchdowns. And the Giants' defense held when they had to hold. So, let's go. You want to dance? 
Let's dance. 1-800-919-3776. It's Rothenberg with you solo, and it's not ending today. No, no, on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. All right, Rothenberg with you solo, 98.7 ESPN. As we count you down to kick off, 8.15, that thing gets rolling along out at the Lincoln, Philadelphia. I'm sure there's going to be quite a few Giants fans there, and all I say is take take care and take cover. I hope you're there with a, a large buddy because they are savage animals. 1-800-919-3776. little update, uh, Aziz Ojalari was questionable, went through practices this week. Uh, he is going to play in this game tonight. Giants are fully healthy for this game. So you have full health. You're playing your best football of the season. You don't know about their quarterback, and their best offense, offensive lineman is hampered. Let, again, I've said it all morning. Let's go. If you win, shock the world. If you lose, you know what? You've had an incredible season anyway. There, there, there is no negative for the Giants here. There's only, there's only, you, you are, and I hate the phrase but you are only playing with house money, right? You sat down at the table with $200 and now you have $1,000 and you look at it and you say, wow, that's a lot of money. And if you lose back, you take the original 200 back into the pocket and now you're playing with $800, but it's not even your money. It's their money. So now let's see what we can do with that $800. Maybe, maybe we double down. Maybe we split the aces. Maybe we see another week of football next week. Maybe we don't, which today will stink. And tomorrow will stink. And you'll wake up Monday morning and say, hang on a second now. With a rebuilding team, not knowing if I had a quarterback, not knowing what I had defensively, not knowing what my offensive line was going to be, with receivers that really probably shouldn't be my receivers, I I won a playoff game. Tremendous job by the Giants. So, listen, I will be as upset as anyone if they lose. If they lose, remember what I just said. Dan in Albany. Dan, good morning. You're on 98.7. Dave, how you doing? I'm good, Dan. How are you, buddy? I'm excited. I'm nervous. I can tell. I, you sound like you're kind of on edge this morning. I, I'm, I'm, yes, I am. Um, I found myself all last week while I was watching the game. I didn't sit down once. I was standing up doing breathing exercises the whole game. <laughs> just trying to so I, I, I'm, ju- I'm just remembering this, Dan. I think you will appreciate it, and everyone's going to just be like, what, what is the matter with you? So during the game, I was having such uh, – like I was having trouble breathing, and I was really stressing out, <laughs> and I turned to my kids, and I said, this must be what labor is like. Yeah. And <laughs> – and they're like, Dad, what are you talking about? I was like, I, I just like I envisioned the, the, this is the, the the pain and the the just the angst of what labor yeah. mu- it, that's it's what it must be like. Yeah, I, you're probably right. <laughs> but I do have a question for you, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to draw a parallel here to the Yankees and the Giants. Um, if I don't know right now, but if say Daniel Jones has another great game this week and wins. Right. Which, which organization has had the most pressure? Would it be the Giants to re-sign Daniel Jones to a contract? Or was it the Yankees with Aaron Judge? Or, like, where, what point do the Giants need to get to have that much pressure like the Yankees? Well, I don't, I don't think they'll have that much pressure regardless, and I'll tell you why. The, the, you, knew, you knew going into last season, Dan, right, that, that Aaron Judge was great, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. There, was, there was no two ways about it. It was, are we going to give him a trillion dollars or two trillion? Like, he was at that level. 
Daniel Jones, yeah. no, I mean, myself included, no, nobody really thought he was anything, and you thought he was going to be a stopgap for a year, and maybe he'd play decently, and then you'd move yeah. on from Daniel Jones. So yeah. I don't think this is an apples-to-apples comparison. No, okay. Well, that's fair. But, I mean, and, and I hate to do this, though, but, like, I, I was hearing, hearing Michael K. the other day say it, and it's true, like, I hate to say this, but Gettleman has these fingerprints on his team. And I, I know you hate I hate it, too. Well, no, he, Dan, Dan how, how, of course he has his fingerprints. How could he not have his fingerprints on the team? He, dra- <laughs> he drafted for years. But, yeah. are the, I mean, you, you tell me, why, why is Bradbury playing for Philadelphia today and not the Giants? That's the fingerprints yeah, no of, of, because of Dave Gettleman, right? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, you want to say Daniel Jones. You want to say Andrew Thomas. You want to say Saquon Barkley, who, by the way, as great as Saquon is, is still a ridiculous pick. You don't take a running back second. Still a ridiculous pick. But, but I will say this. If Daniel Jones turns out to be the franchise guy and he's with us for 10-plus years, we win a couple Super Bowls, blah, 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 I think it's worth – that pick alone is worth every – it's, like, it's worth a lot. It's worth, but you say he's got his fingerprints on the team. You know, I mean, Kenny Galladay is his fingerprints. Awful. Nate Solder yeah, was his fingerprints. Patrick awful. Amame was his fingerprints. Jonathan Stewart yeah. was his fingerprints. I mean, I can go on and on and on. I know what you're I saying, know. Dan. I, I, I agree with you. I agree. You know, I DeAndre agree. Baker was his fingerprints. So, yeah, d- d- and thanks for the call. Is, is Daniel Jones playing well right now? Absolutely. Does, does he deserve – I mean, how much credit are you going to give to a guy that if you give them 50 chances, they hit on a couple picks? that's what we're going to do. He tried to rebuild the team for years and, and it, it was only getting worse. He brought in coaches that, I mean, can't even coach in the NFL. They can't even coach, you know, they can't even be coordinators in the NFL now. Who was knocking down the door for Pat Shermer or Joe Judge? Nobody. And yes, did, did he hit on Jones? M- maybe so at the moment, it looks like he might have. Andrew Thomas was so so what, what do you want a parade you hit on the fourth pick in the draft let's have a parade for Dave Gettleman because he hit on the fourth pick in the draft or that he took Xavier McKinney with the first pick of the second round where he was clearly the highest rated guy on the board how, how about I mean I, I can sit here and give you a 50 Kadarius Tony was that a good pick right you could add Micah Parsons you took Kadarius Tony was that a good pick one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't care who I I don't I don't care if Lawrence Taylor calls me right now and says that Dave Gettleman did a good job. I don't agree. I don't agree. So because he took Saquon you don't take a running back second. And Saquon is phenomenal. Phenomenal. But it doesn't matter. You you never do it. You never take a you could have Josh Allen. Now, it's played out well. It's played out because now you have you think you have the quarterback and you have the coach and you have the defensive coach and you have the offensive coach and it all feels like it's clearly heading in that right direction. But please do not sit here and try to sway me that Dave Gettleman has his fingerprints all over this. Of course he has his fingerprints all over it. He drafted for the Giants for years. You want to, You really want to play the game of things he did well and things he didn't? Because you'll lose every day. 1-800-919-3776. We'll play Stump Rothenberg at 1030. Oh, we'll play. Up until then, Giants. After then, Giants. Then Anita Marks and Matthias Kiwanuka, Giants. Today is about the Giants. 1-800-919-3776. I'm watching the Knicks game last night laughing. I don't care. 
Rangers, Bruins, would I like to ensure? I don't care. Georgetown Xavier today at noon. Georgetown will lose by 1,000. I don't care. One thing and one thing only. And it's the Giants. And it's all we're discussing today on 98.7 ESPN.